All right, everyone. Hope you brought your geek because it's time to get it on. Aloha, Triathletes. Welcome to another edition of Get Your Geek On, the podcast designed to get you all geeked up about the sport of triathlon. Whether you are just thinking about your first sprint triathlon or you are a veteran Ironman. That's right, so if you're willing to sacrifice for something that's greater than you, you've come to the right place. I am the Tri-Geek Kahuna, podcasting from the Tri-Geek Dreams Labs in the OC, Orange County, California. And this is Iron Will, coming to you from just outside the Windy City, from the Through the Wall World Headquarters. Iron Will, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Yeah. It's been a long day, but I'm, I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> we, we normally uh, podcast in the morning, and this night shift, which we've done since uh, we've both been doing some long, long workouts on the weekends, is uh, yeah, it's a little tough, but uh, we'll get through it. Only, only time to get it in is late. <laughs> I know, it's really, really late for you. It's like ten forty-three. Yeah. PM. Yeah. You, did you get a workout tomorrow morning? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. What what uh, what are you doing? Um, let me look at my schedule. Hold on. Um, I'm like always afraid to look until like <laughs> you know right before. So okay, tomorrow. I am doing, oh, good. Tomorrow, um, I don't have to do anything first thing in the morning. I have to do it in the afternoon. I have a three-and-a-half-hour ride and um, then a 30-minute runoff, so that's going to be... Three-and-a-half-hour ride? Yeah. Did you do that after work? Yeah, I have to. There's no way to do it um, before work because it's like oh 4 o'clock in the morning. I have to leave it. And I tried that once, and it um, didn't go very well. Right. <laughs> it's one of your many crashes. Yeah. So you get off work at what time? Um, four. Four. Oh, wow. Three and a half hour ride. Yeah, and I won't even be able to start it until like probably five thirty or probably six. And we'll start it until like six. And what time does it get dark up there? Um, like ten o'clock. It's nine nine forty five. You better be pretty close to home. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, by ten uh, around ten o'clock the sun's down. So we're three hours ahead of you. So whenever your sun goes down, my sun goes down. But you got to add three hours. No, 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 no. Because because I'm way south of you. So we we you know our, it gets dark here. Like um, it's quarter of eight right now. It's almost dark. Oh yeah, then it's way yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's it's a lot. Uh, yeah, about ten almost ten o'clock. It's uh it's totally dark then. And you do a three. Uh, this is fascinating to me. You, so you do a three and a half hour ride during the week, and then you do uh, how long a ride on the weekend? Oh my gosh! Well, I just did. Um, I, I just did like you know four or five hour. Right? It 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 was right. I, I guess I was just finishing up the four dash five, you uh-huh. know, loop there. And now my coach is like five dash six. <laughs> so, um, and he's he's getting away from actually um, the hour time, and just now he's telling me to do loops because he gave me this new bike course, um, which is about forty five minutes north of here, and it's where like. The big hills live, uh-huh. and um, so fortunately they're just just like the Ironman Wisconsin Hills, so that's you know giving me some confidence. But um, yeah, this weekend. But they're um, hard. Yeah, they suck. But um, you know, the more they suck now, the the less I'll think they suck. Maybe hopefully in uh, in September. But um, yeah, so this week I have to, it takes me about two almost two hours to do a loop, 
and I did two loops last weekend, and this weekend I got to do three loops. So, yeah, six wow. hours. My first, my first six-hour ride. So that's gonna be something. Let's, let's six hours. hours. Oh. You, you're going to be fine. Let's just <laughs> our, our readers for a second. Our readers. How about our um, viewers? I, I work <laughs> our in, listeners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about our listeners? <laughs> God, it's too late. Um, yeah, I work in the newspaper industry, so I always think about uh, readers. But um, uh, you are a mother of two, a yeah. devoted wife, a, mm-hmm. a career woman, mm-hmm. a writer, Mm-hmm. Um, and you're doing Ironman Wisconsin on um, September 11th? 10th. 10th. And um, I'm a father of four, um, career man, um, <laughs> and uh, I'm doing Ironman Florida on November 4th. And you're also a writer and a journalist and um, yeah. surfer extraordinaire. And uh, I'm not a good surfer, but I like to I like to surf. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so um, anyway, that's our backgrounds. I figure if we're picking up new readers or new fudge, new um, <laughs> listeners. Hey, we may have viewers because I took. Um, well, we'll talk about this later on. But I, I took the uh, I took a ton of video on um, my. Camp Pendleton Olympic International Olympic Triathlon. So, oh my gosh! Ask me um, how excited I am about seeing that. Well, you might be. Um, you might throw up because I. I um, <laughs> the, fir- the first shot of me is at like at 4:30 in the morning, um, getting up and uh, talking <laughs> into the camera, and I couldn't figure out. Like I never um, knew you could flip like the camera, the little um, LCD thing over, so you could look at yourself. But it's like a mirror, so like the you think you're moving it towards you, but it's like you're moving it. It's just. It's just it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly. I don't know. Um, oh, how funny! I can't. You're gonna have to show me how to do that YouTube thing. I'm all excited about that because uh, definitely want to do some of that for uh, Wisconsin. And oh, you gotta like you gotta do it. You know, I, I I will say this is that I was I had the um you know I had the tape recorder. I had my camera. I had my video, and it was like the, the race was sort of like the last thing on my mind. <laughs> um, so I think for a serious race, you know, it's not you know I'll bring along a. One of the one of the boys, and they can record it. Um, though they think I'm just a complete, um, um, I don't know, <laughs> freak uh, for doing this. But it was. Um, so we'll talk about that in a second. But I, I want to talk about one thing um, before we have some letters, and we have it. We have your tri life lesson. We're going to mm-hmm. give the coach's corner um, a week off because uh, we have. A this show is really packed. so much audio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Um, Talk about spouses in training for an Ironman. Um, Good topic. How? First of all, I, I don't think if a spouse isn't willing, I think it's almost impossible to do Ironman or you know, training yeah. for an Ironman because oh, yeah. you just can't do it. Um, but then you sort of get down to, but you know, spouses are human, and you get down to the last you know couple months and. It gets hairy sometimes, you know, as, you, as you're gone oh, yeah. so much of the time. I don't, I don't mean you, um, but, uh, you know, us, uh, as we're gone. And how's that working with you? Is it, is it tough? Is there compromises? How do, you, how, do you, how do you work that? Well, we've been, let's see, we've been married, what, like 12 years now? So, I mean, we've gotten pretty good at, you know, give and take and, you know, compromise and that sort of thing. So, um <laughs> we've already decided that um, next year he gets to, like, hire a personal trainer and do, like, all, with all the money I've spent on, like, triathlon, 
you know, I'm next year's his year to do, you know, whatever he wants, and I'm just going to do fun little races and, you know, local, you know, relatively local, non-expensive stuff. So, um, you know, I think you just have to, like, be able to communicate and be willing to say, okay, you know, you do this and I'll do this, and, and you just have to be able to work it out to where you're both, you know, I don't know, considerate, I guess, of the other person. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, but at the same time, it's like, it's still stressful because, you know, in addition to um, all of the other stuff around here, um, you know, on top of it, it's I'm still gone on the weekends. So, and I try to, you know, carry my weight with everything. I mean, during the week, I still get up. I get up, like, extra early and make everybody's lunch, and so he doesn't have to do that, you know, and, and you know, get the kids' clothes and everything all put together, and so um, it's not like I dump everything on him, you know, but at the same time, you know, on the weekends, uh, you know, you got, like, a 45-minute drive up to my hills and, and then a car <laughs> ride and a 45-mile, or, I mean, a 45-minute drive back, and you're, like, gone the whole day. And right. So, I mean, that's hard all around, and and he's really great because, um, you know, he understands that, you know, there's a lot riding on this, and mm-hmm. I've been training for, you know, over a year now, and um, and he, you know, he, he takes care of um, a lot of things that I might, you know, like he'll make dinner if I get home late, or, you know what I mean, something like that. So, yeah, he's... Nice he's, guy. He's, yeah, this is why, ladies, this is why you marry a guy who knows how to cook and knows how to be <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't marry somebody you have to mommy, or else... Yeah. <laughs> or else uh, you're going to be in trouble. But, uh, so, no, he's, it's just, you know, communication and uh, give and take. And as long as you're both on the same page, then, uh, you know, I think it's all good. I think that uh, one of the things that I found is that when you, when you train for an Ironman, I mean, it sort of consumes you, at least consumes me mentally a lot. And so in some ways you're like, it, it's a pretty selfish um, endeavor in, in a lot of ways. And so you try to make up for that by by um you know being extra making extra sacrifices here and there but mm-hmm. from from the weekend stuff you know it's really tough like maybe the last couple months it's it's very doable for you know the kind of the run up until the the real heavy training and you can yeah. get up you, know, you can get up early you can be back early you can you can kind of hide the fact you're training for an right. Ironman but um there's no hiding at the end, you know in the end and and um and you know it takes a uh and I'm, you know, this is this is a friend of mine, not me, of course. But um, you know, it takes if, <laughs> if if your wife is in a bitchy mood or something, and uh, you know, you you come back all stoked from a you know five hour bike ride while the kids are screaming and everything else, you may run into a uh, <laughs> kind of a shit storm as you, as you walk in. Yeah. But um, that's that's a friend of mine, not me. Um, well, and you know what you do in those sort of situations, because I think that happens to everybody, because, you know, you're with the kids all day, and, you know, I think, I and I, I actually, probably it was, it, it really, when the training really kicked in big time, um, and there was a definite shift, I mean, there was, it, it's gradual up until a point, and then you just jump off the edge, and it just starts right. getting big, and uh, I suppose that happened for me about a month ago, when you know, the four-hour ride started, and, the, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden, you're just like, dang, you got a lot, you know, and I have mm-hmm. a lot of crap, I got it, and, and, uh, you start to feel a little bit like people, you know, around you are starting to resent you a little bit, and nobody really quite understands, and so you get, like, that paranoia thing going, but there's uh-huh. still some truth to it, and then on top of that, all you have to deal with your own guilt for being gone, and the kids miss you, and you miss them, and it's just, it just sucks all around for a mm-hmm. little while, and mm-hmm. you, you really have to, like, 
at that point, I think, sit down with your spouse and say, okay, look, now this is what's going on, and, and I appreciate all the things you're doing, and, you know, bear with me here because this is all the stuff I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And they, they aren't really probably going to want to hear it, you know, if you don't acknowledge, look, I know that this is extra that you're doing, and, you know, and, and I want you to know that I really appreciate it. And I, I think maybe that resentment and that, um, you know, stress that you might feel um, or, or non-support or something might be totally exacerbated if you don't take the time to acknowledge what everybody's doing for you and picking up where, you know, you're not there or, or whatever. And um, it's, yeah, I think it's just all about communication and, and you got to let people know, you know, that you appreciate what they're doing because if they don't hear that, um, then they're going to be like, well, what the heck? What the heck am I doing this for? You know. Yeah, you know. Do you remember the? Um, I'm gonna forget her name, but she won the. Um, she was the Olympic um, gold medalist for in the marathon, and she. Dina Cast, not Dina yeah, Cast. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Um, Dina, was it her? Dina Cast. Yeah. Um, I'll find it here in a second. And she and she um, and she in her her. First interview after the race, you know, they they stuck the microphone in her in her face. She um, she just thanked her husband and her coach and said, you know, I'm not here. I didn't get to this finish line, you know, by myself. Yeah. And she's very teary, and I it was just uh, it just wonderful. Um, yeah, you got to take time out to do that. And, I mean, it's easy to get caught up in, in you and what you're doing and the pressure. And there's like a million things that are are wanting a piece of you. But, um, you know, you have to take time to thank the people who are, are making it possible for you to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, it's just, you know, I, otherwise I, I think you lose probably the majority of the reason you're doing it. Um, you know, without without the people who mean something to you, you know, what's the point? You, yeah. if, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, and how we need to know how your hip is doing. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if people did some kind of, like, you know, it's dance. Or, I'm saying they had, like, lighting candle parties or something across the country. I don't know what happened. But um, after Wisconsin, I was, like, devastated um, with that uh Last run on, run on Sunday that we did at Wisconsin, I was I had total meltdown about it, and uh, everybody was so cool and supportive. Um, but uh, I was like so totally scared, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to go to doctor, and what if it's this, and it's like my race is gonna get screwed up, and it was really hard to stay positive. Um, but uh, you know what's funny is like, I don't know what happened. This happened one other time before. My my um, first trail race was like 15k. Um, and it's called a through the dirt or, or whatever was the title of, um, that I gave it on my blog. Right. Um, it was horrible. I don't know if you remember, but it was like up through the dunes right. in I Michigan. Remember, yeah. Oh my god! And my knee, I thought was like I thought I was totally done, and, and it was suffering the whole run. And uh, like two days later, I was totally cured. It was weird. It was like my body was like, okay, screw this, we better get better because she's not going to stop, you know, <laughs> doing this crap. Um, and it was like two days after Wisconsin, my hip, I like went on a little, I did my, what, my, I guess it was three days. I did my three and a half hour ride and then my runoff and it was like no pain at all. It was the best I've ever felt. I could not wow. believe it. Wow. And so, and I've been running since and there's no pain at all. And uh, so I'm still going to, you know, look into getting a massage and that kind of thing. But 
I, I don't know what happened, it, but it's better. It's and I'm just not gonna ask in, in too much too <laughs> too many more questions about it. Now, have you have you um gotten psyched up for an ice bath at all after any of these really long runs? Um, you know what's funny is um, at, and I know this sounds like weird, but and it's probably because I haven't done a long enough ride yet. But um, to tell you the truth, after my long bikes, mm-hmm. um, my legs have felt pretty good. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt you know like I needed an ice bath. They didn't feel like tight or anything. Now after I do the longer runs, I know that I will probably need those because um, I can go probably about. Eight miles, nine miles, and my legs feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. And when I get up at around ten miles or so, um, you know, then then my legs feel tight, you know, a little bit after. So I'm sure pretty quick here. I'm gonna just have to swallow it and and do the ice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for for those folks who have been screaming at their iPod that it was Dina Castor and she didn't win the gold, she won the bronze. Um, oh, sorry guys. But she was still. Um, she was still uh, very thankful uh, to win that, and uh, people got through there. So I'm going to try to find the audio. I don't know if I can or not, but uh, oh, that'll be very we'll see cool. If we can do that. Hey, uh, do you want to check the uh, email bag? Yeah, I have two really cool letters that I'm dying to read. All so, right, um, go ahead. All right, uh, the first one comes to us from Tri Sai, and uh, I think that's the coolest thing. His name is Simon, so he goes by Tri Sai, and uh, it's even cooler because he's from England. Oh, you're such and, a sucker! Uh, I am. I am totally a sucker for accents. It's it's just it's almost embarrassing. But um, it says, uh, "Hey, Iron Will, I'm Tri Sai from the south coast of England. Thought I'd drop you a line to say that, in the words of Simply Stew, you have an awesome and you have an awesomely wickedly cool podcast. I've yet to listen to all of them yet, but you guys really make me laugh in the morning. Cheers." Oh, he said cheers. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm really a newbie to the sport, and I'm balancing my body out before I try a try. I've had to cancel one last year because of a tight ITB and plantar fasciitis. Is that uh-huh. how you say that? Yep. Fasciitis. Says, uh, not cool, huh? Um, the weather here right now is about 24 degrees. I'm, I'm sure that's Celsius. Um, surprisingly, so I'd best get a swim in the sea or a run-in today. Wow. Uh, the bike's tomorrow. Thanks for keeping me motivated. Try a sigh. We're going to call him, I imagine, right? We are totally. <laughs> I know. By we, I mean you. <laughs> yep, I've already got like it all lined up. This is his first letter. We've had a couple of back and forth. And so, yeah, he's, he's definitely our next surprise of triathlete. <laughs> You are so predictable. Oh, you know, and I just, and, you know, I just love, I don't know. I just, I love accents, so. Women's accents are cool. Just accents in general are just awesome. Hey, you know that, um, you know the the favorite part part of the uh, podcast, I met a couple of um, people at the Carlsbad, or not Carlsbad, Camp Pendleton Triathlon, and uh, they love your laugh. They love my laugh. They love your laugh. Yay. We uh, dispense this incredible wisdom and insight and everything else, and all I can do is talk about your laugh. Oh, that's so cool. Yay. So cool. and, and, you're, and, and they always show me their feet, too, by the way. Uh, you know what's so funny? i got to tell you this. In Wisconsin, nobody, not one person, made a point to bust out their feet for me. And I thought that quite interesting, that uh, all of the people want to show you their feet, but nobody seems to uh, take particular interest in showing me. Well, I know what you're trying to get at, but I, but I, I think that <laughs> there's another answer. Maybe the feet in Wisconsin were super ugly, and the feet <laughs> in Camp Pendleton were very... Uh, we're very um, sexy. 
I uh, don't know. Triceratops had perfect feet. She did. She totally did. Like, so yeah, if uh, if anybody had feet showing rights, it would have definitely been her. I thought. Of course, I don't know that she's the kind of girl that just goes and shows her feet to every, you know, just anybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's not <laughs> so. that, that kind of girl. <laughs> she's not that kind of girl. Oh my god. <laughs> um, well, and we'll get to this in a minute, but uh, RoboStew, my training partner, had the bright idea of um, to save about an extra 10 or 20 seconds, he's going to run the <laughs> 10K of the Olympic in no socks. Oh, yeah, I know. God. Uh, it bled right through his, um, and we have video of this, it bled right oh, through his um, foot. Fabulous. Or right through his um, shoe, and you could just see this, these bloody marks on his, oh, <laughs> on his running shoe. Yeah. Yeah, what is the what is the old thing? Never try something new at a race. And he's has he trained yeah. without socks before? Um, he does. He did for a sprint, but never for a um, 10k. You know, and, and uh, oh, I, I you know yeah. I don't you know I don't get it because if if you're for this is just me talking, but if you if you're not setting a world record, you're not trying for the Olympic team. <laughs> it takes. I mean, it's maybe 10 or it's tops 20 more seconds to put on some socks. Yeah, and it seems like it's a it's a worthwhile uh, twenty seconds. Uh, oh yeah, well so. and see yeah, people put their shoes um like in their in their bikes and all that other kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you know um Robbie V was telling us that uh, at Ironman Wisconsin and I, I, maybe at all the Ironmans I don't know, but he just mentioned Ironman Wisconsin. They don't let you do that because you got to run you know you got to go all around this helix mess, uh. and um only the pros are allowed to leave their shoes in their bikes. Wow. What do you think of that? I had to, I'm going to have to not do the Iron Man then, because that, that was going to save me um, <laughs> a good 10 seconds or so. Uh, I would, you know, it's a good thing, because I would, like, I would, like, kill myself if I even attempted. I, you, I don't can know. you imagine trying to, like, um, you put your <laughs> you put your shoe on, trying to slip it in, and just big old crash. <laughs> oh, I, you know, you can, if you it happened to end... Yeah, you can't even ride your bike. Uh, I know, with, yeah, regularly. <laughs> If it would happen to anybody, too, it would happen to me. And it would be, like, spectacular, let me tell you. I, yeah. I can just see it now. Now, I'm, uh, for Ironman Florida, I'm, I'm debating something uh, very seriously, as I, as I did. Um, I do not like to wear, if it's warm water, I cannot stand wearing a wetsuit because I, it, um, you know, it just it's, it's kind of restrains me, and I feel like it's, um, I'm almost, especially in salt water, you're almost too buoyant. You're, like, about, you know, out of the water, and... And uh, so in, in um, Camp Pendleton, I wore I was I was one of I think two people that <laughs> didn't wear a wetsuit, and did oh. uh, did fine. And um, so I'm thinking about not doing a, not doing a wetsuit in Florida. In Florida, Do, but you know what? Will there be a lot of people though who won't in Florida? I would imagine. I I looked in the pictures and I and I only saw one um, kind of Amazonian woman um, <laughs> who uh, <laughs> I'm not even sure she was an, a triathlete or not. But I, I looked at all the pictures and everybody was wearing a. Everybody was wearing a. Um, oh, did you see the um, Gary Hall? Do you know who Gary Hall is? Probably not, huh? Gary Hall is uh, the fastest swimmer in the world. Oh wow! And a multi uh, gold medal winner. And he was in Florida, or Florida Keys spearfishing. Um, Florida Keys, kind of by Panama Beach City, a little not really, but kind of. Um, <laughs> and um, so he's spearfishing with his sister, who's a swimmer, and they spearfish, which is always kind of bad to do um, when you're in the water, I think. Um, and uh, they're looking at the shark that's coming up, um, you know, attracted by the fish that was wounded. And all of a sudden, from behind them, another uh, shark <gasps> came and bit his sister right in the arm. Oh, my God. And so he 
starts attacking the, the shark, like punching and hitting the shark and everything else. Mm-hmm. And the, didn't he have a spear? Hello. Uh, well, what happened was, it, and then the shark went on to him, and so he's trying oh. to fight it off. And then the sister, with her arm, you know, pouring blood, had the presence of mind to reload her spear. And so when the shark started coming up to her again, she shot it right in the mouth. Oh. And gosh. they got they got in the boat, and and this guy's like a crazy dude, this Gary Hall. And, uh, and as soon as they realized, they put a like a you know tourniquet over the the uh, sister's arm. And as soon as they realized that they were fine, they just started laughing, and you know, uh-huh. I wish we could have speared the shark, and you know, I wish I had a you know if he had to get a, a scar, you know, shark bite scar is pretty cool. And, and, uh, <laughs> isn't that wild? Oh my gosh! See, I would never have a story like that. It would be like you know. I'd, I'd run into a tree or something, and that would that would be my my famous uh, injury. You'd be like Sonny Bono. Yeah, that would be fabulous. Um, <laughs> um, all right. But, you know, okay. we're talking about your wetsuit thing. Like, um, nobody in Kona wears a wetsuit. Yeah, right? they, yeah, they're, it's, they, they're not allowed to. I don't think. Yeah, is it that much warmer? Or, no, it, or what? It's not a it's not a warm factor. It's um, it's like, you, you, you know, they, they say you can um. Yeah, well, I, maybe it's because it's Hawaii. I'm not sure. But I don't know why they're legal in um, in Florida, but um, I, I think people wear them because they believe that they can go faster in them, um, which I think mm. you can generally. And and I may be able to go faster in a wetsuit, but I think the uh, the chafing and so the you know I, oh, I, don't, yeah, I just don't feel comfortable. So I, that's anyway. I'm thinking of. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you something that'll make you feel like way better, and it will totally freak out. All of the people who are going to race Florida, who maybe are kind of nervous, like Chai Mama, about going um, in the in the ocean. What? Um, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, you're going to feel better. So I'm totally like going to get all of this slack coming at me, all because of making you feel better. So okay. The what's they're black, and what else is black that sharks like? To oh eat? yeah, little little nice little seals. Yeah. Mm. So, so the, aren't you feeling better now? I am, and I, I, you know, I don't have Sorry, to... Sorry, Try Mama. Sorry, Try Mama. I figure in Florida, I don't have to outswim a shark. I just have to outswim Try Mama and Robo Stew <laughs> and uh, let them uh, get eaten up. So, oh, what by the way, I know you can hear my stupid fan. You can hear my fan. You know what I'm, you know I'm going to do? <laughs> you know what? It was killing me. Like, with doing the editing for the Wisconsin audio. Right. Oh, my... I, it was totally driving me crazy, so... Here is we. I figured out what's wrong. Um, it's uh, picking up internal an internal microphone, and that's why you can hear me. What I'm going to do is I'm going to set it to pick out um, an external microphone. But because it's a mag, it has to have like a special. You know, it, you can't just go to like Best Buy and get. You know, right, right. Um, I mean, I guess you can, but you, I think you have to order it actually. Um, and uh, so as soon as that comes in, it'll be like yours, and you won't hear that fan. You'll just hear like me. Okay. So, because it won't be internal microphone anymore. So, just a few more weeks, maybe everybody just kind of bear with me, and uh, the noise will go away. Yeah. Um, it will totally go away. No, it'll go. I, I, I agree. With you. <laughs> agree with you. Like I don't, yes. I don't, no, I don't, I don't have that noise. I have a Mac. So, um, okay, I got my letter. You ready? Yeah. Okay. This is uh, Mandy, our our little. Uh, she's Yay. 16, right? Seventeen. Are you sure 17. she's seventeen? Okay. Pretty sure she's seventeen. Our seventeen-year-old um, super fan who I adore. Um, I gotta hook her up with my son, seventeen-year-old. There you go. Um, 
All right, so we, uh, uh, this, this guy writes, he says, you know, I love your podcast and, and Will's laugh, uh, but, I oh share, but I share um, um, the shock and, awe, shock and awe that you, Iron Will, somehow did not know this ra- rather fundamental American slang for fetal, fem- fetal female anatomy. <laughs> Putin. Oh, Jesus. The shock again. only. You're going to have to bleep that now. Uh, the, oh, P, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> P-Tang. <laughs> this P, is from Mandy, right? The P word. No, this is not from Mandy. This is, I just said, you know, she's got to close her eye, close her ears. Oh, oh, oh okay. Um, okay. Um, the shock only increases for me as a former Chicagoan. Uh, knowing how popular the term was in Chicago, not just in the military or the farthest reaches of the deep south. Also, although I appreciate your sensitivity for the 17-year-old female listener, I don't think the term is generally considered, considered vulgar or obscene. Um, okay. I think he's a little bit off there. Um, so anyway, he, um, then he, gives, he gives, this is uh, Lawrence Page, um, happens to be an attorney um, in Austin, Texas, and he uh, he gives um, sort of his life uh, story as a triathlete and um, talks about he has um, um, arthritis pain in in his um, knee and it just makes it hard when you um, when he's running so he does triathlons and and uh, but also just he was wondering if anybody has uh, any solution to running through um, pain or, or fixing the arthritis pain but you know I don't I don't know I'm a, I'm I don't know if I'm too young but I don't have that that's the one thing I don't have is arthritis pain. I wonder if um, that stuff. Uh, what is that stuff called? It's for your joints. It's a thing. Oh, um, I take that. Robos to turn me on that. It's um, conjointin. Is it? Coin- oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got it. I got to tell you that stuff. It, and this is like, you know, total, totally good university double blind studies say that that stuff. I don't know if it heals um, arthritis pain, but I had. You know, pain in my joints as I'm getting, you know, a tad older, and that stuff just rocks. Um, yeah, it takes like six weeks or something to kick in, but when it kicks in, man, you are like better. Yeah, what is it called? I bet you, I, I it's a, it is something like conjoint, and, and uh, people are like going to be talking in their iPod right now. We're going to get ten emails. Idiots. It's like when you're on the radio and they're just like, oh, uh, you know, they say something stupid, you're just like, <laughs> no, it's this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, hopefully somebody will email us with it. But And I I have some in my cabin if I just get up and go look. But I would know it right now. But, yeah, that stuff's awesome. So uh, stay tuned, um, Lawrence Page. <laughs> we, will, uh, we will hook you up. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, now, do you have another? Uh... I do. I do have another letter. Um, this one says, Hi, Will. I haven't written before, but wanted to tell you that I love Geigo and your blog. Um, oh, yay. Uh, I'm a female newbie triathlete and learning to swim. I recently completed my first duathlon and I'm stoked. So many things you say strike a chord with me as I have similar thoughts and fears. So know you're appreciated and keep up the good work. I love the Try Newbie show and was wondering if you could do a follow-up interview with Drew. I'd love to hear how his first half Ironman went in the Pacific Crest. It's, um, it's a tough course and it was a hot day. I was also wondering if you guys were going to have triathlete scholarship recipients do race reports. Um, yes, and uh, we've had a few that have been um, um, kind of overviewed a little bit. So when we get those in, we definitely um, pass those along. And uh, then she finishes up, seems like a small request on your part, given the given they receive the scholarships. Um, thanks for taking the time to read my email, and good luck at Ironman Wisconsin. Um, sign me, humma, humma, humma. Yeah. From uh, Redlands, California. Oh, that's up by me. 
That's that's a hot place in the summer. I'll tell you that. Right oh yeah. Yeah, it's very beautiful out there, but it's hot. Um, hey, uh, while we're on the try try uh, scholarship, we we've given away six. Um, we should probably do a, like a special show just about um, calling everybody up to see how they did. But uh, oh, good idea! You know, we've given uh, we've 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 birthed uh, six new uh, triathletes in the world this season, and we want to do more. Um, and so. Uh, if you want to, if you want to try a scholarship, and this is for someone who's who's kind of just thinking about doing a, a triathlon, the very first one, and they want a little encouragement or, or financial aid or whatever, we'll pay the entry fee, and mm-hmm. um, and all you have to do is just drop us a, a note. You can you can get it at the end of the show um, where to write to, but um, just drop us a note and uh, and tell us why you want to try and. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could be a, you could be a winner. And if you want to contribute to this to the um, Tri Scholarship, you can um, do that on, on our website as well. And we can tell you how to do that at the end of the show as um, mm-hmm. too. So. And can I say something really quick about the? It's a, I I I kind of I don't know that I call it a challenge to everybody, but um, just sort of a really quick version of my own story. Um, and uh, and if you scroll back to like some of our, what maybe the third or fourth show or whatever, you'll have my um, triathlete chapter. And uh, we'll, we'll get back to those two, but triathlete chapters are just sort of like a chapter of, um, you know, someone's story, why they why they got into triathlon. And uh, so, you know, I was sort of at the point where something in my life needed to change. I was not on a path, you know, I wanted to be on. I wasn't happy, you know. And uh, I'd like to say, you know, I, I had it all, but I just couldn't find it. And... Um, you know, there's really something about um, just physical hard work. Um, I just, I really think that that sort of is a cure-all. Um, whatever in your life is is not right. Um, somehow, it all gets straightened out when you push yourself to the point of, um, you know, past where you thought you could go, and everything sort of falls um, into place. So, if you're at a point where everything is kind of screwed up or it, you're just stressed all the time or you don't think you have any time at all, um, you know, sign up for a race and you're not ready yet. And um, But put yourself in a position where you have to place a bet on yourself and uh, then work toward um, making it work for you. And uh, there's really no other feeling like that. So, and we, and you know, all of the listeners who have contributed, uh, Michael Pajaro um, has uh, made it possible to where you really aren't risking anything by by placing this uh, bet on yourself because we'll pay the entry fee. So, um, figure out what what you want to fix in your life, and then and then take a step toward doing it. Um, don't don't just talk about it anymore. Stop thinking about it and do it. Now, now Will's doing something very. Um uh, profound here. She's she's issuing a, what they call an altar call in in religion, which means you know, you're sitting there in church and the preacher's talking and he's saying, you know, I'm talking to you, and you're you know, you're, <laughs> you're sitting there, you're listening to the podcast, you're thinking about it, you're, you're obviously interested because you got this podcast, and um, you know, you're right on the edge, and it's time for you to come down and uh, to the altar call, and. Uh, we're, we're we're taking off on our airplane right now. So I'm <laughs> yes, totally bad timing. <laughs> oh my god. Um this does not happen to Billy Graham, I guarantee you. <laughs> but anyway, I you know, I, I t- just totally uh second what Will says is you've got to um you know, you've got to jump in the game and, and I know a lot of people and you know, I think we were both 
both those people uh, um, a couple of years ago where um, we're sort of looking and searching and, and um, you know, along came the sport and um, something made us jump into it. And, uh, you know, it's, t- it's time for you to do it. And, and for those of you who don't know, there, you know, you don't have to do an Ironman or a half Ironman or Olympic. There's, there's real short races called sprint triathlons that you can go. And um, I wrote up on, on my blog today with someone accused me of being um, Will-esque in the writing. But um, it's, oh. there's nothing better than to turn that corner at the very end of the race and see that finish line. Yeah. And you're just like, and I don't care if you're, you're doing a sprint or an Ironman. It's, it's, it's the same kind of feeling. It's just like, you know, God damn it, I did it. And <laughs> there is no, um, there's just no better feeling. Mm-hmm. And uh, can I get an amen? Amen, brother. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what's really funny is I, people already out there are like, well, you know, yeah, and they're getting a little excited about it, and they're getting a little pumped about it, but there's still that voice. In the back of their head, it's like, dude, you can't swim. You don't know. You don't even have a bike. You know, come on. You know, your little your little uh, soccer Adidas shoes aren't going to cut it. Come right. on, this is and like fifty thousand excuses. You know what? I couldn't swim with my face in the water at all. Um, and and that's part of the cool part is you just there are all these reasons. There are all these logical reasons why um, you shouldn't do it. And the one reason why you should is because you know you can. And there's so many people out there who can't. And when you start down that road, you start realizing all of the things in your life that are awesome. And all these stupid, petty little things just drop away and things get really simple, really quick. And uh, all of a sudden, a lot of things are a lot less confusing. So um, there's always a way to do it. You just have to take a chance on yourself and start a journey. And, and here's the other cool thing is in this, I'm just thinking about this race this weekend. There was a woman on a like a Raleigh three-speed bicycle doing a 25-mile bike race up and down hills. And she was having a blast. She yeah, was, you she, don't need that. She's totally. Yeah, she's sort of at the back of the pack, but she didn't care. She was just, you could, she's had a giant smile on her face. And then the other thing is, is in, when you do these triathlons, you're always in these transition areas. That's where you put your bike and your running shoes and where you take off your you know wetsuit, et cetera, and if you need a wetsuit. And... <laughs> if you need that crutch, you know, um, and uh, and uh, and the people there, I'm believe it or not, I'm I'm extraordinarily shy and introverted, and you know, so when I first got to these triathlons, I'd just be like in a little shell and you know, not wanting to like look at anybody and everything else. But you, it, they won't let you. You know, they'll see you. You're doing something like you're new. Hey, why don't you set up your bike this way? Or what yeah, do you think about this? Or yeah, or you know, yeah, you're putting on your wetsuit backwards. Uh, might want to try the other way. Um, but they're they're totally nice, and um, and it's just the friendliest sport from you know the pros, which we've seen right on down. Um, they're so they're so fr- the pros are so friendly that. Um, my wife still calls Melanie McQuaid that that woman or that girl. <laughs> hey, I thought that was my title. I thought I was that woman. Oh yeah, you. Well, you're, you're, I think you're that woman. She's that girl. So um, anyway, um, so get, oh. get jump in the game, man. That's you know. That's oh the, yeah. Well, and everybody's so nice because everybody's been there. Everybody started on an old mountain bike and you know old shoot. You know, just you don't you don't have to have like all of the top line brand new stuff. Just go out there and get out there and. Sign up, even though you're not ready, and even though you're scared to death. Because when you get to the point that it's you know showtime, 
you'll be able to look back to this point where you're totally scared and say, dang, look how far I've come. And uh, you'll, you'll have a whole new appreciation for yourself and for your life and for your family and for everything. Yeah, and I, I talked to this this um, guy, and we have some audio of him, of, of Sea Monster, um, who I met at... Uh, plus, everybody has cool names. Sea Monster. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> and he did his first race last year at the Camp Pendleton um, Olympic race, and Olympic distance, and he said he finished nearly dead last, and he never had a better time in his life. You know, they're taking down the... You know the mm-hmm. the transition areas and stuff like that. And he just said, you know what? I just was so thrilled to be in the race. And I've said this before, but um, what other time in your adult life do you get to be in a place where people are cheering for you? Yeah. And, and cheering wildly for you. And at this mm-hmm. um, at Camp Pendleton, you had Marines. You know these guys that are risking their their lives for the country, and they're cheering for you. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. And it's just like it's such a rush. It's just like you know. I don't know. I mean, I don't get cheered for at work or uh, you know, <laughs> at home. Well, maybe Father's Day, one day a year. Oh. Uh, no one loves me. But, um, Everybody. You're the kahuna. Everybody loves you. <laughs> oh, you know what? We, we, I know we're way off topic, but is it is it odd when you go someplace and people recognize you as Iron Will and, you know, you're, you're a little minor celebrity? Oh, you know what? People, Some people in Wisconsin were like, they, everybody just pretty much called me Will, and I was like, it was... <laughs> totally normal for me for them but, <laughs> and uh you know but there are some people who you know told me um I'm kind of starstruck and I was just like what and I that was that was really weird for me I couldn't get I couldn't quite process that because I yeah I, I don't even I can't even kind of see that so it's just uh, yeah that's definitely weird for me <laughs> I was going to say that um it's weird, for, but I, I, I'll be starstruck, you know, when we when we meet. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's very odd that to because I because believe me, we're just like average, regular, totally normal people. Just yeah, just normal people. But it's 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 really weird because I, mean, I met a few people that um, you know got a lot from the uh, podcast. We're very very thankful for them. So I'm really th- I'm really thrilled. Cause that's, the, that's the only reason why we do them. I mean. it's... Especially now when we're training so hard and everything, it's, they're kind of pain in oh, the ass yeah. to schedule. But it's it's um, it's the only reason why we do it is to to give people. Um, and there's some ego involved, of course, at least. Yeah. Me, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it's so fun to to know people are out there training and listening to us and and oh uh, yeah going and and. Uh, but what's really weird is I'm in, I'm on I'm in um, the transition area and I'm running in and um, from the swim and there's somebody just standing on the sidelines that I and I don't know who they are. And uh, and they they go go Kahuna come on you got him just out of nowhere and, and like, whoa. Uh, oh I went whoa so anyway that's a that's a lot of tangents but um, hey oh one last thing it's gla- glucosamine and glucosamine and chondroitin yes thank you yeah okay. way to be a trooper there okay and so, look it up. so stop uh, yelling at the pod okay now <laughs> we're um do you want to go into the audio for the uh, for the Camp Pendleton race? Yes, I definitely do. But the last thing I want to say to um, to close out sort of that yeah. call to uh, apply for a triathlete scholarship is um, basically if there's something about your life that you don't like um, and, you know, you want everything, something, whatever, to be different, then change it. So really take a step. Yeah. Do something. Do something. That's very good. Stop talking about it and do something. So now let's listen to you, Marie. All right. Let's, let's <laughs> listen, and then we'll come back on the other side, and we'll talk about... Um, 
What we talk about? We'll talk about your, you would go into your tri-life lesson. Okay, sounds like okay. a plan. All right, here's the deal. The kahuna completely shanked the audio. He uploaded it, or downloaded it, I guess. He converted it. He got all ready. He, and this is his mistake, he deleted the originals, and then he listened to it, and there was some glitch, and nothing got converted. So I have had great audio of this race, and it's all gone. So I'll just reconstruct it for you, uh, the highlights. I got up at, oh, and you know what else? I'm going to have it on video. I do have it on video, which I won't shank, and uh, it'll be up shortly on um, YouTube. So um, check the website, and I'll have, I'll have Iron Will flag it as well. Um, but the didn't get a lot of sleep, as always, before a race. Got up about five. Um, I read somewhere, heard somewhere that it's that um, drinking a, an Ensure, one of the kind of liquid uh, meals, is great before race because um, you know it's easy to digest and uh, you get a lot of calories. So I had Ensure, uh, banana power bar, and uh, Robusto came over quarter six, greeted me with his usual. It's Christmas morning. It's time to open the presents. And he bounced in and uh, I think he gave me a hug. And uh, then we loaded up uh, my car with his stuff and went down the coast. There's some great audio of us talking <laughs> about uh, what a great morning it was. Beautiful morning. Saw the sunrise come up uh, and rode down to Camp Pendleton. It's about a, oh, maybe an hour, 15-minute ride, got on the base, uh, checked in with the Marines, a uh, very efficient group, and um, set up the transition area, met two, or a number of people, but um, two wonderful triathletes, uh, Whitney and Denise, and... Uh, Whitney, this is why I'm very frustrated with this audio, because Whitney gave this great story about how she got into sport triathlon because she has a kid, and um, I think a two-year-old, and Whitney didn't know how to swim, and she wanted to learn to swim so she could swim with her kid. And so, being a type A personality, she decided not only to learn how to swim, but to challenge herself and do a triathlon. So she's fallen in love with the sport, and I think she's doing three triathlons in in the month of July, and uh, did great on this on the Olympic. Um, and her friend Denise was watching a triathlon in Santa Barbara, California, and um, saw one of the challenge athletes, I think, come out of the water with one leg or, or something like that, and everybody's cheering and. And she thought, you know what, this is a sport for me with all the support. And um, so she she got in triathlon and did really well too. I think they I think they crossed the finish line together. Um, and then I met uh, Sea Monster, uh, really really great guy. And uh, he 
he he did the Camp Pendleton was his first triathlon last year, and um, just had a great time and it got hooked on the sport of triathlon. So um, met him and um, anyway the 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 gun went off had a had a great swim and uh, and then I I stuck the tape recorder in my pocket and I actually taped. Um, a little bit on the bike, but I was I was I was holding it with I was like steering with one hand and holding the microphone with the other. So after some very dramatic and gripping uh, uh, testimony from the from the saddle of the bike, I decided to put it away and and then on the run I was so intent of get on getting a good time I didn't even think about recording. I didn't even think about the um, that the recorder was in my and in the back of my jersey, so I kept pouring water over my head, and, and the thing got soaked. But it turned out uh, it it didn't uh, didn't hurt at all. And uh, so anyway, came back, uh, finished. I was a little bit ahead of Robos too, so I went back out on the course to uh, give some commentary as he came in, and uh, some interviews, and um, did that. It's great stuff that you're never going to hear. And um, then uh, some post-race interviews with some people I met, and uh, again, fascinating stuff. And then uh, interviewed uh, Robos too a little bit on the way home about uh, what a great day it was, and you know where we are for the Ironman, etc. So it was wonderful audio. I'm sorry I don't have it. Uh, you can get a flavor of the day on the video that's going to be coming out. Hopefully, I can get it done this weekend and um, post post it for you shortly. So um, I appreciate uh, your indulgence in the fact that we don't have it. I'm really bummed. Um, Iron Will, when we were taping the show, didn't know I didn't have the, uh, the audio. So um, let's keep it our secret. All right, uh, this is Akuna, and we'll get back to the, the show. Thanks. Bye. All right, Will, this is, uh, that was my, my day at the Camp Pendleton. Uh, uh, race? So, oh my gosh, that's just amazing! Yeah, I mean, I gotta do that race someday. It just sounds like so much fun. Oh, you've uh, you've got to. There's many races you've got to do, and that's that's one of them. It's it's uh, the Marines are just. Uh, you know what's you know what's. Here's another side line, side note, but uh, <laughs> we're they like are everywhere. They are so young. They're just the Marines. Oh yeah. They're just, really? Oh, they're just uh, the, at least the volunteers. Maybe there was like the low man on the totem pole, but they're uh, they're just little puppy dogs, you know. And, they're, and there's there's a lot of women, um, a lot of men, and uh, they just are um, kind of these kids, right? At, you know, 18, 19 years old out there. Uh, oh wow! Doing that. So, okay, so let's go into your um, time for your tri life lesson and that's where you kind of fuse together your uh, philosophy of triathlon with your philosophy of life okay yeah I, I kind of do actually I'm sort of pumped about um, you know this uh, this whole call to action thing that we were talking about so um, and especially now at this point in my training um, with these big nasty hills and, and uh, having this last uh, four hour ride I did up these big old hills and, and the Wisconsin trip and having made it and and uh, just to, to see where I am now and to look back, you know, not at all long ago and, and I couldn't swim with my face in the water and it was just like, and I, you know, just all of, just all of the distance 
and mm-hmm. all of the ways I've changed, you know, as a person. Um, I used to be like way more OCD about some things, if you can even believe that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, but no. life is like <laughs> life is like so much simpler in so many ways now, just because the priorities started to raise to the top when you know you're out there for four hours. It's like you can only carry so much, and mm-hmm. you know the stuff that doesn't matter just falls away, and. Um, so I guess, you know, this this chat of us and it's gonna be kind of about um kind of about that, sort of where I am um on this journey and how far um it seems like I've come, you know, just personally. And uh and hopefully that will um you know, it it'll wind up maybe sort of as a as like that call to action that we were talking about, like, you know, you know, see see what you can do with your life. So hopefully we'll we'll see if I can pull it off. All right, I'm sure you will. Let's let's listen. Okay. Looking for something I've never seen. Loaning I'm in between. The place that I'm from and the place that I'm in. A city I've never been. But I found a friend, oh, should I say before? Said there's a few things you should know. We don't want you to see We come and we go It's a gone tomorrow My grandmother used to tell me that the definition of stupidity was doing the same thing over and over again but expecting different results. I think I was stupid for a very long time. Can't say exactly how it happened but there were warning signs. Looking back, I've concluded that it always started out so benign. Comfortable, accomplished, settled and ready to start on a lifetime of 9 to 5 and Thursday night prime time. But now I know better. Being too comfortable is a cancer that left untreated eats away at momentum and drive. It spreads to every bit of gumption and passion and from the inside strangles any sort of appreciation for the simple fact of being alive. Because of this, in the late stages, life must somehow become incrementally bigger and better in order to even register on the daily scales of a given lifetime. The most commonly attempted treatments for this cancer apathy are temporary. There are only so many big screen band-aids, bad diets, and registrations for tropical trip giveaways upon which one can be maintained before it's all just too late, before confidence wanes and interest fades, before weight is gained, before hoping like hell for someone to come in with a miracle fix, before desperation prescribes buying the books and getting hooked on their gimmicks, before going through all of this only to discover that in the end, one is still the same and that nothing will ever really change like this. I found that the only true cure for comfort-induced apathy cancer is being uncomfortable, just slightly so, administered in small, radiating doses. One has to commit to the treatment and be willing to endure the temporary pain and discomfort in order to eradicate the lackluster from this happened-upon life's path. A few steps out of the comfort zone, a little sweat, a little commitment, some faith on a bet with the odds in one's favor. And with time, some you take, some you give. One grows stronger and the discomfort subsides. The apathy cancer dissipates. And people not only survive, they live. Uh, Well, you did pull it off. Excellent, excellent job. You know, I I, um, I found myself in, in uh, during this last triathlon, which was my first one of the season, if, if truth be known, um, 
I found myself very emotional. Yeah. Because I kept thinking, you know, it's like my my final steps towards this Iron Man, and and um, I was I was. Um, I mean, I'm gonna be bawling my head off in the Iron Man finish. Uh, oh yeah. If I make it there, because uh, it's just such a. If you make it, are you totally gonna make it's it? It's just a long, you know, it's just such a long journey, and uh, and I just felt, you know, I, I really felt like, I mean, I, I was in, kind of injury free, and but the whole time I was like right on the emotional edge of of just. Um, it's hard to explain, but. Uh, yeah, it's like a major. It's a major thing, and that's. You know, I'm glad you kind of brought that up because, you know, that's sort of, you know, the underlying um, feeling that I've been having lately is just, I mean, I'm I'm under two months out and it's like, I, I just, I can't believe the amazing people I've met. I can't believe, you know, like this time last year I thought of a six-hour ride and I absolutely could not, I couldn't process it. I mean, mm-hmm. you might as well have told me I'd have been, you know, nonstop for 24 hours on a bike. I couldn't think, I it wouldn't even, you know, register. Right. And now, you know, here I'm doing that on Sunday, and it's like six hours on a bike. I have trouble sitting at my desk for six hours, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is this is how I was thinking last year, and, um, you know, it's a uh, it, it's something to to look at where you were and to look at where you are, and you know, realize, dang, I, I've I've come a ways. Oh, so, so far. So far. <laughs> you really have. You really have. Uh, well, yeah, you, you've always kind of been, you know, awesome. So you, I think oh, you get it. shut up. <laughs> shut <laughs> up. You have. Oh, my God. You, well, yeah. You've, uh, I remember when you were just a shy little little girl. I don't know if grown shy, little, but. No, I just, <laughs> I just kidding. Okay. Well, it's, it's, um, it's, it's. We're in overtime right now, so it's, we yeah, need to, we we need to end, end the show. And um, but you know what? We didn't get to talk much last time, so we're kind of catching up, I think. I know you're like so, I, you know. We uh, can talk all day, huh? We can talk all day. Yeah. <laughs> Between you and my wife, it's uh, those are the two people I can talk to. Uh, oh yay! Um, so all right, well, well, let's say goodbye, and then we'll um, we'll tell people how to how to either apply for a tri scholarship or give a tri scholarship and get out of here. Sounds good to me. Seriously, think about it. And, uh, you know, you really don't have anything to lose, so send us a note. Okay, well, so now it's uh, it's time to say goodbye to all the good folks out there. Alrighty, well, thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. So, until then, this is Ironwell signing off. And this is the Trigi Kahuna saying aloha and mahalo. And if that's time again for the business section of our show, get your email and sponsored by She Wallet. Also, buy Nepsa for all your web hosting, domain, and design needs. Nepsa is your solution. Visit nepsa.com or call 877-99-NEPSA. For comments, suggestions, or sponsorship inquiries, such as submit a sound bite for our next show, visit the sidebar at tragedyscreens.com or through th3wall.com for more information. It should be done as a production of Iron Geek New Media. Again, if you want to uh, contribute to the Tri Scholarship, um, you can just hit the PayPal button on our website and contribute. And if you want to uh, uh, apply for one, you could you could uh, just email either myself or Ironwell, and we look forward to reading them. And if you'd like a token of the Get Your Geek On show, visit getyourgeekon.spreadshirt.com for authentic logo apparel. And now for some <laughs> of our. Riskier. 
Aloha, triathletes. Welcome to another edition. Fudge me. Okay, Harry. <laughs> All right, Will. Oh, go ahead. I think it's good, though. I like, I like it. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. And um, I don't know if you have a, a specific... I don't know if you have a specific <laughs> topic. Uh, <laughs> I'm a good bed. Uh, but um, yeah, it's time to listen. And you need to say um, goodbye. <laughs> okay, you can say it again so I don't sound like okay. such a loser who wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, and we'll be glad to do that. We'll be, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we'll be glad to do what? Um, and we'll be happy. It will. And we'll be happy to get them. And we look forward to them. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, you get to bed, okay? Wow. Oh, Jesus! I love you. I'm not even tired. You know, I feel so much better. I was totally feeling like. Oh, do you need to go get your phone? Uh, hang on one second. Okay. Hello? Hello? Uh, hang on a second. Is Taylor here? Oh. Taylor? No, I don't think he's here to try his cell phone. Okay, fine. <laughs> Get the teenager home at, you know, 8.30 on a summer night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he got his ear pierced, by the way. <gasps> oh, did you freak? No. Well, you're in California. You guys all do that. Um, <laughs> well, he, he faked me out because he's with, um, he's with uh, my wife. He's, he, I didn't know he was with my wife. He's like, I just got to call and tell you I'm getting a tattoo right now. I'm like, no effing way are you getting a tattoo. <laughs> and uh, he's like, no, come on. I really don't have no way. Because I know, I'm not getting one, but I just want to prepare you. I'm getting up my ear pierced. Except <laughs> oh <my laughs> for that, I was like, okay, go ahead. What the heck? <laughs> He's a smart kid, man. Uh, yeah, he's smart. <laughs> he's a smart kid. Oh, man. Well, I just want to tell you, I still like, felt like total shit when we first started the show, but I always feel like after my feet. Oh, all right. Well, my, my pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to put that in the blooper. So.